Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Before all of that, I want to talk about the library in Cork that um, was forced to close on Saturday. There was a banner mounted by protesters right across the entrance of the Cork Library without permission. And uh, there's been a lot of reaction to this. Labour councillor in Cork, John Maher, is with us on the line today. John, just explain what first happened in Cork. Uh, good afternoon, Andrea. Yeah, look, there was um, there was a protest uh, organised and um, the library staff and management felt that in the interest of staff safety that they'd close the library. And that's a decision they made. Um, and then there, the gathering uh, happened. There was a counter, uh, there was a counter protest uh, also organised. Um, but the, um, the, the organisers own protest put up a sign going across the library. They were asked by management to take it down. Um, and they didn't. Um, and again, um, you know, which, 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 which fuels to, um, you know, it's a public building that was closed. Um, I don't think it was the right decision. I don't think we should ever be closing public spaces. Um, and I think that this mm. shouldn't happen again. Um, you know, and it was unfortunate that it was closed. Uh, and it was unfortunate as well that they put up the sign and they didn't take it down when asked. Um, you know, they were asked res- in a nice way, respectfully, and they didn't take it down. But what was the alternative, John? If the so, who made the decision first of all to close the library? Was it the county council? The, the, the management, yeah, absolutely, yeah, in the interest of staff safety. But do you think they shouldn't have closed it? I, yeah, I personally don't think they should have closed it, and um, that's my own personal opinion. I believe libraries are a safe space, and they're open to everybody. Um, but I also believe that these demonstrations that are taking place, um, staff being recorded against them um, without permission, without consent. The, the intimidation and the tactics of this group are wrong and the guards need to stand up to these people as well and put manners on them. So what's the, sorry, what's the alternative then? Greater guard the presence, is that? Uh, well, and, and guard enforcement. You know, um, the, the idea that you're going into a public space make it uncomfortable for people, in my opinion, uh, where you're being intimidating, you're being threatening. Like, you know, if I put my fist up to you, that would be an intent to hurt you. It's a threat. Now people are doing the same with mobile phones. They have a mobile phone in your face. They're recording you. They're putting up messages online, calling you certain names and with their videos. And that's not right to ordinary workers that just go in. They want to do their Monday, Friday, 9 to 5 or whatever their hours are um, and do their job and go about everyday life. And they shouldn't have to put up with that bullying and that intimidation. How frequent are these protests now, John? It's not the first time. No, it's not. Again, off the top of my head, there's been about three or four uh, actual protests and then there's been regular visits to the library by various members of of the... and then various libraries across the city. Um, But again, I think on on Saturday, uh, the idea that we close the public space because of this, then that... We need to to change our tactic here because public spaces shouldn't be closed. Um, and they shouldn't be taken over. And that's, to me, that's, that's the way I felt. And I spoke to a lot of ordinary people uh, on the streets of Cork over the weekend that felt the same. But if it you was know, closed they, due to public safety concerns, like, well, I, I don't understand what the, what the alternative is. If, if, that's, if that was the reason why the employer took the decision, due to safety concerns, we'd be having a whole other different conversation today had they not closed it. Possibly, possibly, but if this group say that they're 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 not violent and there wouldn't be intimidation, then I don't see why we would. So had there, so, so so did the guards arrive at the scene? 
Oh, oh God, there was plenty of Gardaí on, 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 on the ground there. There was 12 or 13 from what I could remember counting. Okay. You know, again, preparing for, you know, just, just keeping the peace, doing their job. And they yeah, did it, yeah. you know, they, they, they did that. Um, you know, but again, I think the fundamental point here is that we had a public space that was closed. There's many people use the library throughout Cork, you know, some people vulnerable that need it, maybe for warmth, they need it for company. And our libraries are a safe space. They're, in, they're open, they're, for, they're very diverse, and they're very inclusive. Um, and we're going down now a road that, uh, you know, that um, okay. a lot of people in Cork are not happy with, you know. Um, you know, we, we have reports then, the examiner, that there was um, elements of the far right from the UK over at I this protest. That, yeah. um, this, is, this is Ireland. This is our Ireland. This is the Ireland that we live in. And it's happening in front of okay. our eyes. And I, I would just air caution is that they, this, this crowd, in my opinion, they're not worried about any book. They're not worried about any children. They've had a bigger agenda here and that's what we need to be worried yeah, well, about. This is the, the protest, of course, to uh, force the library to stop carrying, isn't it? Some materials and LGBTQ yeah. plus books and, and materials in the library as well. Stay with us, John. Um, Orla Egan's on the line as well. Orla's a writer and founder of the Cork LGBT Archive. Um, Orla, I believe your event that was due to be held on, sa- on Saturday, that had to be postponed, is that right, because of the protests? Well, we couldn't have uh, the launch of our exhibition if the library had to close. And I think it is crazy that we have gotten to a place where the library had to close. And the library had to close to keep their staff safe because the guards have not been doing their job. The library staff have been let down by the Cork City Council and the Gardaí who have failed to protect the staff. This harassment of Cork City Library staff has been going on for months and months and months. And the guards are taking a really softly, softly approach they're not enforcing the legislation that's there. And we saw the contrast with how the guards are dealing with these people with the event that was on in UCC a few weeks ago where anti-war protesters were yanked out of UCC when the guards acted to protect Hall Martin, but they're not acting to protect the library staff. Well, I suppose and you I do think have it's the crazy right, that we've the right to, to protest, though, but your point is that you in this instance right it's protest. a banner you was... You do not have the right to harass um, staff. And I think what's really interesting is how in the face of that harassment and intimidation, Cork City Library continues to be a very, very strong LGBTQI ally. We have a really, really good working relationship with Cork City Library. Cork LGBT Archive has had numerous events here. This is the third exhibition that I've had in the library. And we're launching today, even though we had to change the date, the event is going ahead. So we're launching Art and Activism, the Diary of an Activist exhibition in Cork City Library this afternoon. And it's a celebration of activism. It's a celebration of social change activism, of queer activism, of feminist activism. And it's based on the book Diary of an Activist, which was actually published by Cork City Library. So I think the librarians and the staff of uh, Cork City Library have been very, very strong, very positive in creating a very open, inclusive space. Mm and they've had to close on Saturday because they've been let down by those who should be protecting them but they're continuing to do their work they're not bending to the actions of a few insecure idiots and 
No, go on ahead. Sorry, you're like, uh, go on. No, ahead. I was just thinking. You know, it's really important that you know these these few people. They're a tiny number of people, but they're being given media attention, and they're being taken, as I said, a very softly, softly approach by the guards to them, and they're trying to, you know, sow seeds of division between us. And they're trying to link racism and homophobia and transphobia and pitch us all against one another. And I think the strongest response to that is to stand strong together, to continue to be strong allies to one another. And solidarity is is so important. And, And I think allyship goes both ways, that people need to be supportive of the library as well as the library supportive of us. Is it likely there will be protests at um, at your event, Orla, this afternoon? I don't know. But, you know, we're going ahead and we're going to have a fabulous event. I'm actually sitting in Cork City Library as we talk and we're putting up the exhibition. It's a wonderful exhibition that, as I said, celebrates activism. There's sections in it that talk about the repeal of the Eighth and the Eighth Amendment and linking the decades of activism around issues like that. And it's also around looking at the links between arts and activism and how we use beautiful art to illustrate activism, particularly activism in a period when we didn't have access to social media and mobile phones and computers. So it's very much a celebration and I think it's important that we don't give a voice to these people. But I think the most important thing is that the guards need to start doing their job. You know, they really need to start doing their job. You know, it's unacceptable that on on Saturday, the guards told the library staff that it wasn't safe for them to remove the banner. So while it was illegal for these people to put a banner on the library without permission, the guards didn't act to take it down. If I went and put a big LGBT uh, sign on the guards station, they'd be taking that down fast. So the guides need to do okay, their job. Okay. It's not good enough that they're not protecting the staff. John, just on just on that point, um, have you been talking to some of the staff in in the city library? Like, how how are they feeling about all this? Oh, you have, um, Andrew, and um, they're again, as as Orla has said, they're very committed to their job. They're very committed um, to to turning up for work. Um, but there is some of them that are are scared are frightened of, of what's been done, the idea of the cameras in their face, the names they've been called, the abuse that they've been subjected to. And, and Andrew, you said something a while ago about protest. Everyone is entitled to protest, but legitimate protest. If you are protesting or your protesting methods put people in fear, then you're doing something wrong. And that's fundamental. If they want to hold that sign, hold it. I don't agree with it. But they should not well, it's, be putting it's peaceful it up. Protest is... that they were asked there. Well, 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 Andrew, I was there, and I didn't find much peaceful about their actions, and I haven't. No, that's how okay. I interpret. No, look, I wasn't there, so I can't. I mean, yeah, there, you know, you know, this idea there's there's an intimidation, um, there's they're going into ordinary workspaces as well as the library. They're going into bookshops where people again are just going about doing their job. And they're being put up okay. with this bully boy and bully girl tactics. Okay. It's intimidating. And as I said, I can raise my fist to you and that's seen as a threat or an intent to do harm. But now with a phone, we can do what we want. We can post what we want. We can call you what we want. And as I said, these people don't care about any children, about any book. This is just a little piece of what they're trying to achieve. And it's, it's not nice. And, and I don't think it's welcome in Ireland from the people I've been speaking to and there's a lot of people that are afraid that can't come on the, the, the phone like this that's true 
they, they can't. They don't feel safe. Um, and they do feel let down by the Garda. And that's unfortunate because the, the ordinary guards on the street, are, I believe, are, are listening to Garda management. Mm. And I think that's where we need the real action. Garda management. Well, we've reached out to the Garda in, in relation to this um, to, to see if we can get an updated you know, information or statement or something from, from them, John, with, with regards to this. Um, 1800-453-106 is the number. Let me bring in Laura as well. Laura Harmon is an equality campaigner and also a Labour representative um, for Cork City. Laura, were you at the protests? Were you there in the area on Saturday? Yes. I was at the protests as well on Saturday and I think just as a member of the LGBT community myself and just as a citizen of this country, I'm extremely, extremely concerned that a public space, that a public library that belongs to the community was forced to close last Saturday and that there was a hateful banner put up on it, an anti-trans banner put up on it for three hours. Um, It was really disconcerting and I think we have to call this for what it is. This is an orchestrated campaign by the far right that has been existing in Ireland now for some time. And they're using tactics from America, from the UK. We saw just a few weeks ago that there was an event in a library in Tralee that was, um, you know, um, impacted by far-right protesters. There was children at that event. People were petrified. This is happening in pharmacies across the country as well. We've seen workers in pharmacies affected. And I suppose I just want to express solidarity with the workers um, you know, in Cork City Library, I mean, there was a, there was a huge protest organised by Force of Trade Union a number of weeks ago, and it just showed, you know, the support of that that Cork people have. Um, but I think it's important to call this out, you know, for what it is, an orchestrated campaign of hate, and they're peddling lies and misinformation um, and scapegoating, you know, minorities that are part of our society. And I suppose what I'd like to, to say today as well is I think, you know, there was a Guard of Presence there. And I mean, the Guards are workers too, and I have utmost respect for them. But I think what happened on Saturday was a decision was made not to intervene in terms of, you know, the, the library staff having to close the, the library and not to intervene in terms of taking that sign down. And I think that, you know, we the guards themselves need to decide, you know, how they're going to cope with these situations in the future. And I suppose I'd like to say today to the guard, you know, please protect us. Please protect us in the LGBT community. Please protect minority groups in our society from the far right because they are dangerous. And, you know, we're not immune from the far right here in Ireland. We've seen in countries where the far right have been successful in places like Hungary, for example, they're on the rise in Italy, they're on the rise in Germany. We're not immune from this. And this is an orchestrated global campaign of hate. And we need to stand up as a community. So against is, is your- Minister Helen McEntee, if she's listening today and to the Gardaí, you know, please protect us. Please take these decisions to protect our, you know, our community. And I mean, it was really worrying as well. I was speaking to people, you know, living in Balancholic, um over the weekend. There was a fire last Thursday night um, in a in a in a grail skull that, that that that's earmarked now and a closed grail skull that's earmarked for Ukrainian, uh, um, you know, refugees for accommodation. And that was set on fire last Thursday night by people in Balaclavas, and it's been under investigation now for okay. arson. And this is taking place in Cork as well. And I know the people are really concerned. So you know, on the one end, they're talking about closing libraries banning books, banning useful information for the LGBT community. And then there's also these acts of violence happening as well okay. in locations. So it's really worrying, yeah. to be honest. Can I just make the point, um, as I said, we have reached out or contacted the guards in, in relation to it, but I'm reading on the, the journal uh, the journal website this morning, um, they have a statement from the guards in, in relation to the protesting. It's a statement that must have been released yesterday. And um, John, I don't know if you're still with us, but they say the guards attended the scene of a demonstration and ground parade in Cork on Saturday. Local Gardaí engaged with the parties present. There were no incidents reported 
and no arrests were made. Those involved dispersed in a peaceful manner. There is a constitutional right to the freedom of assembly and freedom of speech, speech subject to statutory provisions. And Gartha Siakana respects the right for citizens to exercise their constitutional rights. Now, that's a statement on the, the journal website um, this morning. As I said, we've contacted them to see if there's any change to that. But look, what's your response to that? Because no incidents reported and no arrests made. Well, there was an incident. Well, the, the incident that happened is that the sign was put up um, and it was asked to be taken down. Um, and again, if, if it's a Cork City Council building that was closed, you know, so we can get official with the statements, but it's not going to change what happened. A public space was closed. They got to fly a sign that was asked by the owners of the property to take it down. So as Orla said a while ago, if I went to the English Street Guards and flew any sign, I think it would be taken down fairly fast. If I did that to any private shop in Cork City, I think it would be removed very fast. So I think what people are asking for is for consistency. You know, a lot of people came to me uh, who were very frustrated um, at the event. They said they'd gone to the Gardaí and they didn't feel that the response was enough. Um, And my own experience on the day was that they didn't do enough to take down the sign. Um, And after being asked by city management to take it down, and they didn't, and then it was advised to us that it'd probably be best not to, because it might cause an altercation. That isn't the solution. Can I just, Laura, put one or two of the texts that are coming in from listeners to you uh, as an equality campaigner? And we've talked actually on this programme in a totally different context previously about um, additional reading and additional recommended books that were on some of the, um, you know, the the school. They were not in the curriculum, but as additional reading books, basically, for students. And we've had a lengthy conversation about that on on the show um, previously. But there's quite a few people getting in touch today, Laura. Like, just for instance, now, this texter says, I'm just a normal person, but you'd want to see the absolute filth these libraries are now stocking, says one one texter. Another listener's got in touch to say, I'm an ordinary mum, I'd be dead against my daughter reading any of these books. There's a lot of protests around the world against these books as well, and I think that there should be more time spent talking about the content of the books. Like, what's your response, Laura, to that? Because they're just two of many messages in that vein today. Well, I think, first of all, I think we're getting into quite, you know, tricky, dangerous territory when we're talking about banning books, um, you know, in a public library. And, you know, my understanding of, of the books in question is that, you know, they're books in relation to, you know, healthy relationships, sex education, contraception, um, in relation to, you know, the LGBT community um, in particular. And we have to be aware as well that, you know, all this information is available online. We're talking about mm. in a public library, in a public space um, having these, you know, these these books available, um, and I and as I said before, you know, as a, this is a, a campaign against the far right, they are targeting these specific books. Um, it's textbook stuff coming out of, you know, America, um, you know, where they're talking about the same books there and 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 getting them banned. It's about getting traction, you know, for them. And I would say to you know, absolutely ordinary people, of course, being concerned about your children, and I'm very concerned, you know, about children in our society and about our, our, our youth in terms of, you know, the, the threat that the far right poses in terms of banning their rights, banning their access, um, you know, to, to information, um, you know, as well. Um, so, and as well, I mean, if people have an issue with a book, they can write to the author of the book, they can, you know, they can, they can, they can uh, I suppose, in different ways, um, express so you don't their have views to read on them. a book. Exactly, you don't have to read them either. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole other different situation when you're talking about closing down a public library. Um, 
you know, and, and, and I think the far right know exactly what they're doing. They're peddling lies and disinformation and they're creating this sort of um, idea that there's this big threat out there that's okay. uh, coming down on top of parents and families. But that's not the case. And I think people need to be very careful um, you know, about, you know, engaging in these protests okay, and, and engaging with the far right. A lot of people getting in touch actually about this today, the uh, the Cork Library protests. What do you think should happen now? 87 106 uh, is the WhatsApp number. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. We're talking about the Cork City Library in on Grand Parade um, made the decision to close to the public on Saturday afternoon. It's after a banner was erected across its doors due to a demonstration that was taking place. Some tro- protesters had um, were protesting at the library to stop the library carrying LGBTQ plus books and materials. And we've heard from quite a number of people before the break there. Natasha is with us on the line today. Natasha, why did you get in touch? Hi there, lovely to talk to you. Uh, I'm just listening here and I'm listening to all the different people chatting and uh, I heard one of the ladies saying that she has an event in the library supporting in support of activism, which is fantastic. Activism is a wonderful thing. We have a constitutional right to do so. But I'm just wondering then where the contradiction from the speakers, because we can't all surely have the same opinion. Life would be very boring if we did. Some people believe believe there's two sexes and some people believe in transgender ideology. We both have a right to have the belief of that. You know, Um, we can't support one and not the other and call for guard or presence to shut down opinions when people don't agree with them. You know, as you pointed out, there was no arrests, there was no charges or there was none of this happened on the day. So I'm just a little confused by the reporting in the media because everybody should have a right to get out and uh, to have peaceful assembly and to voice their opinion. And indeed, if they feel that children are at risk in any way, shape or form, to do so. Now, over the last while, I've come to know just what's in these books. And I don't believe in this for a second that it's healthy um, information about healthy relationships or something, as one uh, commenter spoke there. It's, it's anything of the sort. And I, as a mother, have a right to say this is not acceptable. This is not uh, befitting a child's mind. This is not content that I want a child to see. Um, we can't be shot down and have the guards come and arrest us if we speak out on it. You know, we're all entitled to speak. So do you, do you think, sorry, Natasha, you think then that the libraries like shouldn't carry then the books we're talking about? Is that your point? I think that this is adult content and by all means move it into the adult section. I don't believe it should be in the children's section. Now, I know I hear a lot of people saying, ah, sure, listen, they get this, that and the other online anyway. Mm. But I think that's a cop out as well. Why or how have we become so desensitized that we're OK by saying, ah, sure, listen, let them at it. Let them view this explicit material because they're watching porn online anyway. Why are they watching porn? Why do children have smartphones? Why are there not better internet it's barriers or firewalls like they have in other countries? Some of the books that I've talked about or, or, or read for, you know, the purposes of, of this very conversation in a similar strand previously, like a lot of it is about, um, it's about the anatomy, parts of the body, about sex, about explaining sex to people of, you know, teen, young teenagers uh, talking about gay sex. Like that's, you know, a lot, a lot of it is is actually, it's expla- explainer material, I suppose, mm. is how I describe it. Listen, biological sex information, you know, sex education, that's one thing, you know what I mean? Like none of us would have wanted to get our first period and get an awful shock wondering what's going on, mm. you know. Uh, you know, listen, certain education is perfectly fine. But other education, especially if it comes hand in hand with illustrations, 
pornographic illustrations. It's just not acceptable. It's unacceptable. No child needs to hear about certain things, which I won't even say on the radio in case there are children listening, as a respect for other children, because I practice what I preach. Some of the content in this is surely not biological sex education. This is depravity. This is stuff that if an adult wants to do it or wants to read about it, much the same as if an adult wants to view porn, despite the fact that there are countless psychological studies done the world over on the damage that it does, even to an adult's mind, let alone a developing child's mind, uh, let them at it. We, we all have free will. Okay. Well, but actually, to say that, you know, this is education, it's absolutely not education. No child needs to learn about this or see these illustrations. L- L- Laura's still with us as well. Laura Harmon, um, the equality campaigner, Natasha. Like, has Natasha a point, you know, around the fact that is there a contradiction in what's being said? No, well, I think, look, the key thing here, as I've said already, is that, look, there are lots of different books in the library. There are probably books that I don't agree with in the library, but I don't want them banned. Um, you know, from what I know about this book is that it is a book around sexual education, around healthy relationships, around contraception, around protecting yourself. It is absolutely not porn. porn. It's not pornographic. Um, and this is a book targeted at, you know, LGBTQ young people as well. And I think this is where the issue has arisen in terms of... Um, particularly the far right that are leading, you know, on these protests. And I suppose just to come back to, you know, Natasha's point as well, and, you know, and absolutely to agree that everybody has a right to protest. And we would absolutely agree on that point. But the point of what happened on Saturday was that, you know, a public library had to close. That's a public space. Um, And I don't think anybody has a right to close down, you know, a library for a protest or to, to hang a hateful banner uh, on it, I would describe it as a hateful banner on it for for three hours. I was there myself for for, for the duration of it, um, and you know the guardie didn't intervene. They didn't intervene. Their decision was making not not to do that, and I don't think do, people do were, were protected. I don't think library workers. Okay, you know, but were can I just ask Natasha? Do you agree with that then? That like that a public library shouldn't have to close. I'm here, I'll answer that in just a second, but I've heard a lot of buzzwords here. I've heard the word hateful. No, I'm sorry, that's just a different opinion to what you have. That's not fair to say it's hateful. Secondly, to say that the book should be banned. I haven't seen that anywhere written. Anywhere. What I've heard, chime in again, and I actually went to take the time because of the media um, uh, publicity as well to, to see exactly what people are saying when they go into these, these um, libraries and bookstores. They're asking for them to be moved to the adult section. They're not asking them for it to be banned. That's something to try and get a connotation there between Nazi book burning. That's not what's happening here as far as I can see. Hateful, again, as I say, it's just, and to use the term far right, sure, I don't even know what the term far right means. Everyone's been labelled with far right if they're against or don't believe in gender ideology or believe in something different, much like many of the Christians in the country, which have a right to practice their religious expression. We don't all have okay. to believe the same thing and agree the same thing to be bandied hateful, to be called, um, you know, to say that the Garda should intervene and pull down signs. That's a different opinion to yours. You don't get to label and name call. That in itself is bullying, is it not? And secondly, the library weren't forced to shut. You've said yourself, and from what I can read in the media, that they chose to shut as a precautionary measure based on how they were feeling about something, as is their, as is their right to do so as management. So we're putting a lot of words here to try and make something seem as if what it's not, and that is bullying. That is gaslighting, is it not? Do you want to respond, Laura? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I would totally refute um, what you've just said and the accusations that you just made there in terms of bullying. I mean, the sign that was put up was essentially denying the existence of trans people. That's how I would have interpreted it. And if a similar sign was put up and said that only heterosexuals exist in society, is that not hateful? You can't deny the existence 
of a minority what did the that sign have rights say? in our community. What did the sign say? I think you do know well, what the sign said. Yeah, I won't say. Won't repeat uh, it here. And say it. The sign says there are only two sexes. Is that not what it says? That's somebody else's yes, opinion. And that's not hateful. Okay. That's, that's, can that's I can I bring can I bring another can I bring another another caller in as well um, to to this discussion? Have we Raymond? Or sorry, have we Dylan on the line? Dylan, are you there? Yes, I am indeed. Yeah, yeah. Dylan. Do, do you think that the do you think the library should close or should have closed or are more protections needed? What's your view on this? Well, to be honest, uh, I'm not too sure on the protections in regards to it. Like, I mean, it should be treated as any other protest in terms of if it stays peaceful, well, then fair is fair. But what I really mean to say here is, as a young person myself, um, I can't remember the last time I've been in a library or the last time I've looked for information in a library. At the end of the day, kids these days, they all have phones. They all have access to the internet. They're not all looking up porn specifically. If they want to find information about gender identity or uh, what it is to be gay or any of these other things, then they have access to it at their fingertips anyway. The protesting at a library isn't going to fix anything or change anything. So, so, it sh- so the library shouldn't close? Well, I feel it should close if the, uh, the staff and the public involved, they feel threatened by what's happening. Then it should, and if that's the case, if were, that's the case, yeah. Were you, were you were you in Cork on Saturday, Dylan? No, I wasn't. But when you're listening to this today, I mean, is it like is the is it about the books at all? Well, that's that's the thing that I'm not too sure about because I mean, it seems that people on this far right they'll protest about anything. It it seems to be a way to just flex their muscles. Laura, where where does it go from here, Laura? Well, I'd be quite worried about where it goes from here, considering that you know a public library was closed last Saturday, and I think that that is setting a really dangerous precedent. And I don't think that this can be allowed to continue, you know, across the country. And I think, look, just back to my point, you know, I think you know a lot of people are being involved now in this conversation, um, you know, around books. But in reality, what this is all about is it's about a specific minority that are very vocal. That are, that are very dangerous as well um, and that are from the far right that would like to see, you know, the removal of information uh, in relation to, you know, minorities, LGBTQ information. These are the same people, um, you know, that are, um, you know, peddling, um, you know, mistruths and lies around refugees, um, you know, the same people that are... Um, Intimidating but, but it's library not, workers. It's not intimidating all, Laura. Pharmacies. To be fair, it's not all. Like I mean, I have a number of messages and emails. I just haven't had a chance to to read out from from some people, just parents who are you know quite specifically just talking about the content and the context of some of the books that have been mentioned. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I think that these people are being targeted by you know far right messaging, and they're being encouraged, I suppose, to be fearful and and to feel that there is this threat you know, against them. Um, you know, whereas reality, you know, I mean, we've talked about the books and we can talk about content of books all we like, but really what Saturday was about was closing down a public space, um, you know, and creating a rift, um, you know, you know, I suppose in the community as well. And and I don't feel that there was adequate protection there in terms of, of, of action from the Gardaí. Protection for library workers, I mean, people should be able to go to work and do their jobs um, without fear of intimidation. Okay. And I really think that that is, the, you know, the crux of this as well. People sure. should not be intimidated in terms of doing their jobs. I mean, if, if, if a banner was 
was hung like that on a Garda station, I don't think it would have been left up for three hours like that. If it was hung up on a school, it should not be, um, you know, allowed to continue. And as I said, I'm quite worried, you know, as a member of the LGBT community, but also, you know, as a citizen of this country, I'm quite worried um, with how this is taking shape. They are absolutely a minority. And we saw in the examiner today, you know, that there, there's reports that, you know, a lot of the people that were at the protests were actually from the UK. They weren't even from Cork. They weren't even from Ireland. Um, but this, this is a national campaign. And I think that, you know, people should be educated on what the far right is and be very aware of the danger that they pose. And we only have to look at history. We only have to look to our neighbours in places like Hungary, the rise of the far right in Germany, what's happening in Italy. And, um, you know, this is something that has taken hold in other countries. And it's always started with things like banning information, um, removing rights from LGBTQ young people from education in okay, schools just, um, just, a racist agenda as well you know it's all connected I think we just need to be aware as a society and, and okay, just a moment Laura if you don't mind okay, I just want to get another caller in just very briefly if I can as well Ger- Geraldine you wanted to make a quick point on this Yes I did um, I'm in my 70s now and grew up without sex education which actually damaged my life Um as a separate point, I think anyone who wants to go in and out of a library should be able to do so. That books in a library should be accessible. Um, and to hang a banner, for me, it would be almost like um, breaking a picket on a strike. Banners are intimidating, um, no matter what they say. And for the library to have to take the decision to close mm. is entirely unacceptable. Um, and that the person who is just speaking, saying there is a thread running through with attitudes to other um, parts of public life, uh, such as racism and extremism, there are the threads are there. They're very dangerous. And honestly, I don't think any English person has any right to come to this country and try and divide us again. They can go home. Okay. All right, Geraldine, thanks for that. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch. A lot of people getting in contact about uh, the protests at Cork Library. We might try and come back to this a little bit later in the programme. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.